Welcome to the Conspiracy Castle. I'm your Conspiracy Asshole. And guess who I have? My favorite guest ever. We got the one, the only, the beautiful Kay Smythe. Uh, you've been on the castle a bunch. It's nothing new. She's from the well. She's got the most beautiful accent. She's got the most beautiful cats. And uh, let me just tell you something. I know a lot about pussy, and so does she. And, uh, you know, she's a top notch. Okay, so welcome to the <laughs> castle, Kay. How are you doing today, like usual? I'm so wonderful. I'm just like... I'm, dude, I'm so excited for you right now. I mean, obviously everyone watching the stream, listening to the stream knows that you went viral again yesterday. You got your first big Fox review. All these outlets are picking you up. I know that I'm going to be like writing about you and doing interviews and stuff with the Daily Caller. We've got like Joe Pag's show. We've got Newsmax. Like I, like Alex, I know that at some point in the future, I'm going to like tell my future children. I'm going to be just like, I remember when before it all like kicked off. I am just, I'm so fucking proud of you, dude. I'm so excited to be here at this moment in your history and you deserve it more than like anyone else I've ever met. And that's the last nice thing I'm going to say because people will then expect to be this nice to them all the time. And like, that's not going to happen. You're one of the only people in the world that I'm actually nice to. So I don't want this getting out. So I hope no one's watching. No. And I really appreciate that. And like, that's the other thing is I guess my favorite message. I love when people say, Oh, like you're hilarious. And this that, but like, really, I don't like all the, not that I'm getting so much praise. I'm just saying, I don't, I don't know. I don't really like people to feel sorry for me. And I don't really necessarily be like, Oh, you know, you're so good because I'm not, I'm nobody. I'm Joe blow. uh, just off the street. So the fact that I'm getting some sort of attention is cool. But uh, I don't, this is the thing is I don't ever want to get any sort of ego or anything. And like, I'm just creating, you know, content. I'm not like, you know, reinventing the wheel. So uh, I appreciate all those nice things. I don't, I don't throw it away, but okay, we're just getting started. You and I's friendship is new and, you know, uh, you and I are going to be creating content for forever, you know? Um, And so like, like everything you said, you've hooked me up with so many opportunities. I know that the opportunities are endless that we both can collaborate with. And this isn't the kiss case, but our, but I'm just want to say thank you for, <laughs> but thank you for everything you did. And thank you for all the support. Like I really does. Oh. It means a lot when people say nice stuff, even though it's like, I kind of hate, like kind of hate it. Cause it kind of makes you feel 
like, oh, why are you being so nice to me? Not you, but it's just talking about everybody on the internet. Like, oh, you're so great. I'm like, all I did was act mentally challenged at a city council <laughs> meeting. I mean, I didn't, I didn't do anything that big of a deal, but um, I appreciate all the nice works. Okay, but forget about me. Forget about the uh, 6 million views on my Twitter. Forget about all that. Uh, yeah, it's at 6 million. I know I kind of bring that in subtly. But tell me this. Uh, we can't say the word 6 million, actually. That's actually a controversial number, but I don't want to get into that. Okay, um, uh, what I'm saying is... Well, tell me about, you said, I, can, I can't talk about, because you go on a lot of shows, Newsmax, Joe Pags, and, and these are like kind of, they're mainstream, even though they're kind of a little more edgy than like the n- normal mainstream, but they're, they're definitely more mainstream than my show. So <laughs> what is the conspiracy you have right now with the Ukraine and Russia? Uh, what can you elaborate on? I'm so interested. Okay, so, so glad you brought this up because I've been lying in bed thinking about it. And okay, as you know, The world needs an excuse to admit that the aliens are here, right? Like, I think that's like a good baseline. Let me say this. Okay, for the people watching this, you know, aliens, I do believe there are some sort of interdimensional beings. Um, You know, where do they come from? Have they always been here? Like, for me, it's kind of like weird. Where do the aliens come from? They come from heaven, from God, Nephilim, this and that. So I do believe there are some sort of like beings that aren't us. So what is your basic understanding of aliens in your opinion? Um, so I'm probably like pretty fucking mainstream. Um, I've also had a shitload of paranormal experiences, not necessarily related to aliens, but like to the point where I'm like, well, I can't fucking deny this shit anymore. Um, sorry about all the swearing, but, um, I, uh, so my general understanding I would say is like sort of, again, like very mainstream school of thought, which is. They've been here for a very long time. They have provided this iteration of our society. Because as we talked about in the last show, I don't think this is the first time we've reached like peak civilization before. And so I think they provided like our society with the rapid technological innovation that we have had. Shut up. Sorry, I want the cats. Yeah, we can't um, hear it. People always get mad at me for yelling at my cats and the mic doesn't even pick it up, but it's annoying for me to hear the cat thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. It's just like one of those things. Like Wonky's here just like chilling. I, I'm like, she's just going to be here. Well, he's Wonky just going to be here. Wonky's cool. Wonky's awesome. I love how Wonky Wonky's is. kind of like, you know, a dirty grayish. It looks really cool. It's awesome. Yeah, okay, wait, okay. Stan's so, trying to get involved. You can see Stan's pool. <laughs> well, you're talking about the technology and, and I, I would do still want to get your idea of, of what the aliens are, but like there's a big, you know, David Icke. And he believes like you know there's the lizard people and that sounds so crazy but at the Mm. same time it's like maybe there is some sort of interdimensional creature that can take over a human body i don't know that i feel like if there are aliens they would be able to walk around us and us not know is what i guess what i'm trying to say 100 percent um oh this is so refreshing every time i come on here i feel so much less like Okay, Sam, I know. We're just talking about aliens. You don't need anything. Are you an alien? Sam's about to kill me. She's and this is for entertainment purposes only for the people out here. Oh, okay, so Jonas, guys, we're just talking about what we theorize. We don't necessarily know this to be the case. It's just what we, you know, we kind of feel from our paranormal experiences. And I've had weird paranormal experiences too, where like I felt something was somewhere and I've been in places that like this place is haunted. You know, this place oh, is yeah. freaking haunted. So uh, <laughs> is that a ghost? Is that an alien? I don't know. But okay, so what do you think? So what you think there's you aliens never have know. been here for? ever and now they've given us technology is that why it's it's zoomed up so fast it went from a cell phone that was crap and now it's a computer is everybody's pocket now yeah straight up like I, Stan, you're up or you're down all right i'm fucking enough of this you know that okay i can't i'm just gonna you ignore it you got you have the is, is kicking in 
Yeah, somebody Damn. in the chat saying they're demons. I, I wouldn't put it past them. They could be some sort of alien demon. I don't. I mean, I think that could be possible. Uh, yeah. Um, okay, but so how do the aliens fit into this thing? Because there's a lot of there's there's this is declassified from NASA. They had a thing called Project Bluebeam, where they, we mm-hmm. have technology where they can shoot something in the sky and it can look like a resurrection of Jesus Christ coming back. It can look like anything basically. They can like you know it, it's like the Kanye West hologram. This is this is all declassified. They can basically do that in the sky through like you know some sort of projection from an airplane or something that that they can't they could make it look like aliens and that's like a been a psychological operation they always say that's the final round or whatever and the ronald reagan talked about it for the new world order this is the conspiracy is that the only way to get us to all join under one uh, government is if we had an existential threat like an alien that would bring us together so that's the conspiracy and like there's been multiple presidents have said this not just ronald reagan i i forget the other ones um but that's the conspiracy is they, they'll use a fake alien invasion, maybe they're real, mm-hmm. maybe they're not, to get us to all go under a one ruler. So so what's the deal? What's the latest scuttlebutt you got cooking? So, okay. And this is, I want to be like very upfront. You know, we just had the second U.S. citizen, American citizen was killed today in Ukraine. I am not trying to downplay in any way, shape or form the absolute murderous atrocities happening in that country right now. I think Vladimir Putin is a dangerously sadistic and mentally ill He kills journalists. You don't have to say that's for the people on the right wing. Guys, if you're you're a journalist that talks bad about him, they'll kill you. So I'm not a Putin fan at all. I mean, I just want to get that. But... The one thing that I think everyone is underplaying throughout this entire crisis is the nuclear threat. And now I had a conversation with, I've completely forgotten his name. He does like alien shows and stuff. Um, But basically, and this was like, I don't, it wasn't an on the record, off the record conversation. It was just like a friend conversation. Um, I guess one of the reigning theories is when there is an existential nuclear threat, like that actually impacts the whole world. We've got Iran kicking off with nuclear stuff. India and Pakistan are doing dumb shit right now, like yelling at each other and accidentally sending missiles into each other's countries. Accidentally. Uh, China. Yeah, what the heck is that? How they accidentally shot a rocket? Come on. Come on. I know. It's just like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? Oh, Carl's trying to call me, but I can't take it. One sec. In fact, I'm going to answer it whilst we're on the show. Answer, yeah, that's cool. Hey, dude, can I call you back in like 40 minutes? I'm just doing Alex's show. Okay. Okay. I'll speak to you in a minute. Okay. Bye. It's Carl's okay. first cameo. Um, okay, anyway. Oh, and Jorge, oh, we've got so many friends in common now. Jorge's texting me. This is great. But anyway, so there's an existential nuclear threat, right? And that's what's going to be the reason for the aliens or whatever it is to invade, whether it's staged or whether it's real. Who the fuck knows? But obviously it'll be like orchestrated in order to so create like the aliens the one are trying to order. save us from ourselves, basically. Or is that what the the kind of theory is or the the conspiracy? Yeah, they're trying to like because like if we go into like all out nuclear war, we can't like we can't exist on this planet. Of like course. it's like it's, it's like, like the dinosaurs extinction, but like on ourselves. Yeah, but see that's the thing is like we're not gonna. I, I, obviously, America's dropped a nuclear bomb, Hiroshima, Nagasaki. Uh, you know, for whatever reason, is we're worried about other people dropping bombs. Yet we're the only one to ever do it. But I don't think, okay, I don't think they can press a button personally and blow up. I think they can blow up a lot of stuff, but I don't think they can blow up the whole world. So you do think they no. can blow up the whole world? No, it wouldn't be like blowing up the whole world. So basically, and I don't know if this is like a European thing because like all of our parents and like 
elder, I guess, millennials kind of all remember Chernobyl Mm -hmm. and like what that actually was in reality. And so the way it kind of more works is like, say, for example, like I'm absolutely convinced that the Russians are going to nuke us at some point in the next decade. Like that's just going to happen, whether it's Russia, China, whoever, but I think it's probably going to be Russia. We're only 88 kilometers away from Russia at our closest point. Yeah. Some people can like swim, uh, you know, wherever the, the shortest thing is. People don't realize they're right in our backyard is what people. Yeah. Like it's so close and you know, even North Korea anyway, anyway. So I think the, the sort of rising like nuclear threat will give way to whatever this like faux invasion is going to be. And I think it is going to be a fake invasion. I think it's going to be staged. I think that is like what everyone kind of believes. Like you literally brought it up before I did. Five dollar super chat. Look at this nice comment. Kay is so fun and you guys are so entertaining together. (laughs) Is this going to be a regular thing? If so, count me. And yes, Kay and I are going to constantly be every month. We've got a regular thing. I mean, every week, but I'm just saying, guys, you can count on Kay and I doing a regular show. Okay. One day we're going to have it on a big network as well. We're going to have a panel show and we're going to troll people. Oh, it's gonna be huge. Really huge. Okay. But, but there was another guy, a guy named Warner Von Braun. He was actually uh, the biggest rocket scientist in World War II. And he mm-hmm. said on his deathbed, he told his assistant, now, you know, is this true or not? But his assistant said that America is going to do a fake alien invasion. And this guy was like head of the NASA program. So for mm-hmm. him to say that, whether it's true or not, if it's true, I think so. I think they will use aliens because it's like, People are so dumb. I mean, people just immediately listen to whatever Tony Fauci says. People listen to whatever. I mean, we we'll, we'll just follow the leader. So if if if, if CNN said Brian Stelter got in there, it's like, oh my god, there's an alien here. People go, ah, you know. I mean, people would believe it in two seconds. So it'd be very yeah. easy to fool us, is what I'm trying to say. So I think it's going to happen within the next ten to fifteen years, maybe even the next like three. Like I'm convinced. Ah, okay, well we got a little time. I thought you were going to say the next three weeks or something. Okay. <laughs> No, no, I don't know. I mean, with this nuclear war, I mean, do you really think that Russia, I guess my point is, does Russia only has like, I believe, like 20 million people or something? Well, let me find, let me, let me get that right. I think Russia's population, let me see, Russia's population. Let me see what it is so I can speak. Okay. Yeah, Russia has 140 million people. We supposed to have 350. I just, I mean, do you think they're going to get, they want to actually... I guess this is what I'm trying to say. Do you really think that they want to kill us all? I feel like that's all just a bull crap. I mean, I I just worry about Putin's mental health at this point. Like, I don't think we're dealing with like a rational human being. I think he's going to be like, fuck these people. Let's go and nuke like Alaska. Or maybe he goes even crazier and he's like, let's fucking nuke. Like, I think it's going to be a coast, right? And like, I mean... I just, I think if it's going to happen, it's going to happen as a result of the conflict that started like last month, which was the craziest shit. Cause I woke up the morning that it all kicked off and Carl was actually the first person to call me. And he was like, the crazy son of a bitch did it. Cause we'd been talking the night before about work stuff. And I was like, I'm telling you, it's going to fucking happen. And I woke up, looked at my phone and then my phone immediately started ringing. And that was the, fi- I'll never forget it. That was the first thing he said to me. And in my gut, I was like, oh my God, this is World War Three. Yeah. Well, it's funny you say that because when they like he at the beginning of this, he like had tanks on the border. I'm like, oh, nothing's going to happen. Nothing's going to happen. And now you're right. Like something is happening. Um, but I just don't know why. I don't know why they'll say, oh, well, in Ukraine, they have the Azov Battalion and they're Nazis and this and that. And that's what he's going after. And I'm not saying I believe that. But, man, I, I guess I would have never expected him to actually go and pull the trigger and actually start a war. 
knowing that it's going to open Pandora's box and potentially be World War III. I just thought Putin would be smarter. But have you heard the conspiracy that he supposedly has cancer and that he's mm-hmm. on a bunch of steroids and that's why he's like looks kind of bloated and that's why they said he's like his mental competence is not the same as it once was. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I wrote a piece for the caller where it was like, oh, did you guys know that uh, Putin was locked in a very small isolated area for like two fucking years? like during COVID and he had like a very small number of people in there with him. You ever seen Death of Stalin? No, I haven't. <gasps> is it good? I need to watch it. What oh, you it? gotta see it. You gotta fucking see it. Did I you did. ever watch like In the Loop or The Thick of It or like Veep or any of those things? Yeah, I watched Veep. I loved Veep. Yeah, Veep was awesome. Same people who did Veep. Okay, wow. I need to watch it then. Yeah, Veep is, uh, I mean, that show is uh, oh, the best. Yeah. Fucking I, I epic, right? And I love Julia Louise Dreyfus because she was so good on Seinfeld and all that. So she's an incredibly talented family. But real quick, she comes from like a super rich uh, Illuminati type family, too. The Dreyfus family. She grew up very, but she's still very talented. Doesn't, yes. uh, she's not talented. Yeah. Um, but yeah. that's kind of funny how they're tied in with this Veep. So tell me about the fall of Stalin. Oh, um, so it's called the death of Stalin. And basically it's like a, it's like a, every time I put my hand out, wonky holds my hand. Look how cool the cheetah stripes are, the little patches on that. That looks cool, wonky. Well, death of Stalin. I mean, uh, why do I keep on? Yeah. So, so what is it? Comedy about what, like, uh, about literally like the days after Stalin died and like the grab for power from everyone. There was one dude who was like one of Stalin's like, top enforcers like locked up his colleagues wives in like the fucking gulags and they like at one point they just like and this isn't like a spoiler this is like literally what happened they killed him his friends and burned his body in a freaking schoolyard so like these are the people that we're dealing with this is the kind of stuff that like Russian leaders do. And like, this is living freaking memory. So, you know, I'm just like, I honestly do think that Putin's crazy enough to do this. My dad and I, I think I've talked about it maybe even on the show before. Like when I was growing up, he was like, Kate, one day, if you never hear from us again, it's because of all the stuff I've said publicly about Putin. And I'm like, you're a probation officer. Who the fuck are you talking to? Wait, wait, see, that's crazy. So your dad's a probation officer and my dad is a bail bondsman. So, you know, that's why I'm saying we get people out of jail. I'm a licensed bail bondsman as well. But it's funny that we (laughs) both have that connection. It's like our parents are like kind of dealt with criminals. So maybe that's why we're kind of baby criminals a little or whatever, you know, (laughs) I mean, not that we're criminals, but you know, yeah. um, I was okay. willing to be a drug dealer. Yeah. Well, I guess for this, uh, you know, uh, Kay was making fun of me for not having anything, uh, with St. Patrick's day. So happy to happy St. Patrick's day. And the super chat said, Kay is your best guest. Don't ever let her go. 99. So I wonder, I want to say that. Thank you. She is, uh, the best guest. Okay. So thank you to everyone today. Everyone's been so lovely. I know. And they're giving us money too. What they say it. Heck, oh, I, can't, I can't. Yeah. I really appreciate that. But no, your dad is probably right. I mean, there is some sort of weird conspiracy where people will shut you down. And like, I, I just use kind of January 6th as an example. Like those people, not that, you know, I, you can't really say much about that on YouTube, but what I'm trying to say mm-hmm. is it's very easy for them to say, Oh, you're like a domestic terrorist and they can throw you in a gulag now. And I would have never thought, I always thought like, this is like land of the free and you're always right to due process and all that. But like, that's kind of an illusion. They can, they can, for the Patriot Act, they get warrantless search and seizure of your phone and email. Mm -hmm. So they can, they can look at all of our stuff if they think you're uh, at all a terrorist. So your dad was a hundred percent right. I just never thought when 9-11 happened that that all like, you know, they made us hate Muslim terrorists. I never thought it would be like American white terrorists. It'd be like the the biggest threat to our democracy, according to the government. 
yeah, no, you've got like, you know, groups like this is going to get me canceled as hell. Um, Don't get canceled. You know, you've got groups like BLM who orchestrate riots that like burn down cities. And Did you see the leader? That's fine. Yeah, but but real quick, did you see the leader of the of the, of the Boston one? It got arrested. I wrote that story. Yeah, yeah, so I wrote that story. story. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you tweeted it, and I, yeah, I'm just saying, and not, I'm not calling everybody at BLM crooked, but then you look at Patrice uh, Cuther, or Cruthers, or I can't, I've heard to say her last name. She she had like one point seven one point seven million dollar house in a ninety nine percent white neighborhood of California. So that's not no. very Black Lives Matter to move to a predominantly white area where like I think it was like ninety seven percent white, like one percent Asian. And like zero point zero per one percent black, so these yeah. people are just such hypocrites, and, and they can use these movements uh, of the idea of social justice to like guilt trip us into them burning down our cities and being like, oh, this is this is okay. This isn't. Oh, sorry, Wonky. This is another reason why I like went to the dark side, like politically. Oh my god, did I tell you what happened? That I was offered a job this week. I wasn't offered a job. I was offered a new client, and I was going to take them on because it was like a pretty cool company. And then, um, and I'm also like overqualified for what the work was, and I'm not overqualified for a lot, but I was for this one job. Um, and then they went on my social media, this like woke company leader, and retracted the client offer, and because I got it through a recruiting firm who I work with they have sent me like a torrent of apology emails because I was like that's fucking discrimination like are you fucking serious like I'm losing money on a job that okay admittedly I didn't necessarily want to do but like I'll take money from anyone to do this kind of like you know writing work it's fucking easy but um yeah I like it's the craziest shit but like on a sort of bigger level I think that is absolutely oh don't leave me Okay. Um, I think that is absolutely happening, like on a sort of more macro sense, where, like, look, we need depopulation anyway. It's the one thing that I think me and Bill Gates actually no, agree on. Way too no, many okay. of us. Way too You're many not of us. Say that. That's bullshit. Okay. Now, this is our Kay and I's first fight. You know, they say that's a conspiracy <laughs> that they could fit every human being like one acre of land on in Texas. Have you ever heard that conspiracy? You never heard that? That's absolute fucking bollocks. No, it's really? not. No, yes. Really? Yes, we have enough space on Earth. Okay, let me find it. We have enough space, enough space to fit every human in Texas. Let me find who's written about it. Okay. Um, some like to assert, let's put everybody in Texas. Okay, this is it. Uh, let's put everybody in Texas. Some like to assert that everybody on earth could uh, be fit into the state of Texas using logic as follows. The area of Texas is about 262,000 miles. Dividing this figure by the current human population of 7 billion leaves each person with less than 100 square meters. A small plot size, a human of a big room is 10 by 10. Uh, Sounds plausible enough, right? Without giving in the fact that almost half the state is desert. But still, what I'm saying is technically... You could fit in the state of Texas. That, that this admits it, even though this is one debunking it because they say, oh, you know, obviously Texas, we, we couldn't live. Not everybody could fit and live here because the resources wouldn't work. But size-wise, we have enough size in Texas alone where all seven billion people could have a hundred square meters to themselves. Hundred square meters. That's a lot. Yeah, I know. I thought I said an acre, but it's less than an acre. And and and. That's another thing. It's like the climate change. Okay, so you you're sounding like a, a Bill Gates. He's a eugenicist. That's the only reason I get mad is when you say that. And that <laughs> because people joke about it. People joke, and I and hey man, I've sat in traffic so many times. Like man, I wish there was less people here too. You know, I mean, I I'm not gonna sit here and lie. I'm like, where are all these people going? Why am I stuck in traffic? I'm just trying to go down the street. So I get that vibe, you know. Or I know you're kind of you don't really want people to die, but 
man, what the heck? I think we got plenty of resources. We got enough oil and gas in Texas uh, to, 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 you know, supply us, but they purposely make a shortage. And I think it's like with humans, like they purposely say, oh, we don't have enough uh, resources for everybody. I believe we got plenty of resources for everybody. In my opinion, I, like I said, I, I, I could be wrong. I think, that. no, I think we do too. And like, I don't know. I did do, uh, hi, Stan. You want to say hi? Okay. Thank you. Hey, um, say hi, Stan. Stanley. Oh. Look at good Stanley. He's okay. So, okay. so go back to your eugenist rant. You and Bill Gates love eugenics. <laughs> and you know, Bill Gates, his dad was William Gates Sr. who started Planned Parenthood with Margaret Sanger. Did you know that, Kay? Yes. William Gates Sr., Bill Gates' dad, is, is started Planned Parenthood with Margaret Sanger. Yeah, that's a fact. No. Yeah, so Bill Gates' dad is an actual eugenicist. I mean, he really did. He, he, yeah, William Gates Sr. Look it up. I can't believe you didn't know that. That's so it's not an accident that he's so into birth control, giving birth control to African kids. He Dude, that it. stuff is so bad for you as well. Oh, my God. Like, okay, wait. Because I'm now completely rethinking everything I've ever thought and believed. Um, you didn't know that? I can't believe it. That's like, I feel like everybody, well, I'm just saying, I feel like now that's been revealed because everybody's bashing Bill Gates, you know, and that connection. Well, he's his, also like friends with fucking Epstein. And did you see, that's that's another thing that pissed me off. Okay, so his wife did an interview recently and she was like, yeah, when I met Epstein, I was so grossed out by him. It's like, I'm sure you were, but yet you're, you're like husbands hanging out with him, going on like Bahamas trips and going on planes with him. So don't give me the babes in the wood routine and you just, oh, I, I just didn't know. They knew. Oh, they he knew was he was weird. She was like, I was horrified. I felt he was like, e I wrote that article too. Yeah. Oh, he was evil incarnate. And I was just there in my head, just like, I guarantee he used to come over for dinner all the time. And she was like, oh, Jeffrey, you're so funny. I 100% put my money on that was the reality. She's doing her little like fucking damage control. It's all going to come out when they're like old, if the aliens haven't killed us all yet. And why is she, and you know, like they were probably like impressed with Jeffrey Epstein because they thought he's rich. But if you're so rich, why do you care about other rich people? Like, why do you, why does that impress you if you have all the money in the world? Like, you know, all of, yeah, all the rich people, like the seriously rich people I know. Which is like, I only know, I technically know two billionaires, which I wow, never thought I would ever what? meet a real billionaire. But I know two, one of whom I went gone to a screaming match with, and that's how we became friends. Because um, he was like, what do you know? Do you have a PhD about something we were arguing about? And I was like, no, but I do help ghostwrite other people's fucking PhD <laughs> dissertations. And he was like, oh. And I was like, yeah, you want to be friends? And he was like, yeah. And What's then the I found out start? like years yeah. later, because he sold his company to like Pepsi or some shit. When you but, start um, off with a fight, that's some of the best. Some of my best friends, we fought at first. It's funny how that works like that. It's how Welsh people communicate as well. Like, I couldn't talk about it on PAGS yesterday. Was it PAGS? Someone brought up the fact that, like, all Welsh people are like, oh, yeah, it was PAGS. Like, we're all, like, super aggressive and we yell at each other. Like, he was talking about the British Apprentice. And I wanted to say, like, yeah, me and my dad will, like, not, I'm, I mean, I've literally never seen my father angry. But, like, we'll call each other cunt. Like, no big fucking deal. Like, that's just, like, one of those words that you just kind of, like, throw around. Like, if he's getting on my nerves, I'll just, like, throw peas at him across the table when we're together. Because, you know, I'm a fucking grown-up. Okay, I'm the same and, way. I cuss out my dad over the smallest <laughs> thing. Like, my dad's, like, phone. I'm trying to call him and his phone will die. I'm like, why the fuck won't you charge it? He'll say the same thing. It's just how we talk. It's not even rude. It's not even, we're not even mad at each other. It's like, that's just our default thing. It's like, you're a fucking idiot. My nickname for me is Mo Ron. My dad's like, that's how he introduced. He's like, yeah, this is my son, Mo. People are like, what? Yeah, it's Mo Ron. And it's a really cheesy joke. And they don't even laugh. They're confused. Like, why my dad is just verbally bashing me. And I just sit there like, 
Yeah, Dad. How did he feel about you going viral? Because I know, like, he didn't love oh, that he, you went, did the Beto thing. He could care less that I went viral. I'm like, Dad, what the heck? Yeah. And this, this is another thing we do where my dad would grab my nose like this and he would hit his hand really hard. This is a, a parlor trick we'd always do. I'd go, ah, ah, as a kid, we'd do it everywhere, like Walmart. <laughs> and one time out of Walmart, the cops came and, like, you know, detained my dad and we had to do it again. We had to be like, it's a joke. We do it all the time. <laughs> And they let us do it. So that's the kind of – my dad uses me as a prop more than he uses oh. me as like a, a, a source of – I'm just he, – he, he is so jealous. Not in a bad way, but he's like, oh, you 600 million views. And Shaquille O'Neal shared my video. That's my favorite thing of this whole thing. Shaquille O'Neal shared it on his Instagram. And I was hey, like, that's huge. And I go, dad, Shaquille O'Neal shared it. He's like, okay, all right. Yeah. Right, click. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm so glad it's not just me. I'm so sorry that you also have to go through this, though. So um, I went on Newsmax. I mean, it's not 600 million views. Six million? Six million. million. I'm going to say it's 600 million um, because it will be one day. But um, I went on Newsmax last weekend and debated Alice Hennigan. And, I mean, I like Alice. You know, she do I agree with anything? Right? Doesn't she have a bunch of Twitter followers? He, yeah, he's like oh, on he, Fox he, all the time. He's like a yeah. New York Times bestselling author, but he's like a screaming lib. And we went on and debated. And I don't know. I just debate. Like, that's that's where my happy place is. Like, I don't... Like even Carl, Carl was like, some people are better at arguing and more confident when they're arguing. And I was like, yes. And lost the freaking stream. Oh my gosh. It's so annoying when that happens. It, it, it goes out for, this is so annoying. I have one gig a byte of, you know, whatever, like the most expensive internet ever. And the fact that obviously it's been recording the whole time, so we can just re-upload it. But what? A oh pain. yeah. What are the pain in the butt? Okay. No, the live stream. So it's so, like, okay, it's still live. We're still live. It just. Oh, we are? No, I don't think. I, don't, I think we are. Yeah, yeah, okay. It came back. Thank God it came back. Um, my internet will just go out for one second like that, long enough for where I lose you. So, okay, we're back. We're back it's to what we were. fucking aliens, dude. It's the fucking aliens. I'm telling you, no. there's no way that it's not. But I want to I want to make a point about the debating thing. You're so right. This is how this like famous hockey player Darren Hatcher used to talk about how he couldn't get into the game into a hockey game until he got his first big hit. And you hear that from other football players. No, and that's serious. That's how a debate is. Like sometimes I don't have any energy to talk, but then as soon as I get like some kickback, then I'm like, "Okay, all right, let's go. Let's go." It's weird let's how it works like that. Go. I love it. Yeah. But unlike I was so proud of how I Wipe the fucking floor with this guy who's like a veteran in news journalism, really, in like nonfiction writing. And I was just like, eat a dick. Um, but uh, I didn't obviously say that because it was Newsmax and like, you know, morning television. And he said, no, clips. What did you do to him? How did you annihilate him? So um, I think I called him a douche a couple of times um, and then also rolled my eyes, which yeah. people loved, I guess. Like I got yeah. so much feedback. They were like, oh, my God. like she won when she rolled her eyes. But no, he basically didn't really. Uh, the argument was the the Democrats like this poll showed that if Russia invaded more than 50 percent of Democrats would just like. F- run away literally just run away yeah. they wouldn't like they wouldn't stand and defend america and i was like how is it that me an immigrant is more likely to stay and defend physically in like guerrilla warfare this country than people in your party and then he was like oh well you know no one signs up to even join the military anymore okay so like no one's gonna win anything and stay and fight and i was just like are you fucking listening bro 
Well, um, well, it's funny because so I called in to try to troll this guy. A friend of mine, uh, Spiro, sent it to me. I haven't seen. I haven't heard Spiro. I hope Spiro's okay. He hadn't reached out to me about my viral video. He's a good friend of mine. That's kind of weird. I need to reach out it's to him. Jealous. What, I'm, what jealous. I'm saying is, um, but uh, uh, what, what was I? Why was I bringing up Spiro? Uh, what were you just saying? What was um, I was trolling because America libs oh, fighting yeah. on the war. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, gosh, it's about the war. What, what the heck is my? Uh, is the the? Gosh, I had a point. I had a brilliant point, then I forgot about it. Oh my short. Wait, so but... I was saying I went on Newsmax to do the Ellis Hennigan thing, and anyway, I sent the video to my parents, and they were just like, they didn't even reply to me because that libs. Oh, this um, is it. No, Spiro hooked me up with this guy. He's like, yeah, this guy is, he's in the local, um, in uh, Arizona. He's like one of our local DJs and he's asking anybody to come debate him about how good of a job Joe Biden is. He's like, you should troll this guy and talk about how good Joe Biden is. And so I was like trying to do it. And, and I'm a, a bullshit artist. And like, every, I mean, it's just <laughs> like, I would have to admit he won the argument. Like I kept on having to go to like, you know, ad hominems. I had to attack him. He's like, well, what about the border? And I'm like, I'm trying, you know, I'm trying to, yeah, uh, well, we want pro immigration. What are you racist? I had to use all the terms they had to do because it's, they're a clown show trying to defend the left. And, and, yeah. and like, I'm guessing you're probably pretty socially liberal. I'm pretty socially liberal. I don't think you're just some right wing alt right person whatsoever. But they've gone so far left, it, it, just being in the middle, you're considered far right now. Oh, yes, yeah, straight up. And that's like the scariest thing, right? It's like I have a really good friend up in New York. I'm going into New York next week. Try and get on Newsmax next week and just come and hang out in New York with all of us. But, um, Stan, are you coming? Yes, you are. You're going to come to New York. Oh, you're so good. I'm supposed um, to go. I, I haven't been on any trips, but I'm supposed to go on Anthony Cumia's network. Um, he's a big, uh, I'm a big fan of his on, on April 6th. And, they, you know, obviously they can zoom me in, but I was like, I want to go in studio. So I might be going to New York in a couple of weeks. I just, I hate, I'm such a bitch ass. Kay, I think I said this before to you. Traveling used to be my favorite thing. And now I don't even want to get on an airplane. Not because I'm worried about it crashing just because i don't want to get on a no-fly list because i'm eating my peanuts too long and i don't have my mask on my nose long enough i uh i got into it so i take stan everywhere i go um, emotional support uh actually technically service dog which is fucking amazing because she's um i don't know what i would do without this dog like she's just an angel but um like look, look look at this shit i know it's a little hot dog little little hot dog i love it Oh, I put on some Southern pounds though. Damn. Well, but, no, um, you got a baggy sweatshirt. What are you talking about? You look good in that <laughs> dress, in that the miniskirt dress. You're looking good, so don't worry about that. Really? Um, I, I oh so. my yeah, gosh! I thought you looked banging. Okay, but but um, okay, but the dog. So you bring the dog on the plane. That makes it better. Yeah, and so like I I fly American whenever I can, just because like I have all my like points in my account with them. Like Raleigh's not a great airport, so like very few people fly in and out of here. Um, like airlines. And so I have like all my paperwork and stuff. I go, I'm the last person to board my last flight up to New York. Um, so I go like once a freaking month, never had an issue. Right from North North Yeah. Like it's it's another thing. They say it's going to be like an hour and a half on the app and it takes us like 40 minutes. Oh, it's that short. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It always is is faster than what they say, as long as you don't get delayed. Uh, You know, there was like, we can make up for the delay in the air every time because I guess they fly faster, they burn more fuel. So that's what they say. They fly slower so they don't burn more fuel. But that's another. Oh, have you never heard this conspiracy that airplanes don't actually use jet fuel? And this is why. Because in the military, they have a thing called a ramjet engine that you need a little fuel to get in the air and like to, you know, drive it to take off. But when it gets in the air, that the plane can actually use compressed air. 
And you're like, Alex, are you absurd? They couldn't make this up. But did you know in an airplane, supposedly has two swimming pools worth of fuel in the wings of the plane on each wing has a swimming pool of fuel. And it just looks That's weird. Looks- and it's weird. I know. It just looks weird that they have it. And, and the reason why they'd want to keep it a secret is like, why would they want to keep that a secret? Why wouldn't they just tell us that they use a ramjet? It's because in the gas, I mean, then the price of tickets should be a lot lower because gas is like the main thing. So I don't know. I just know they have a thing called the military does have a thing called the ramjet engine that the plane is mm-hmm. once it's in the air it can use it can fly in the compressed air, but does American Airlines and Southwest Airlines use that technology? I don't know. I don't. But mm-hmm. I don't. I still don't know how a plane fucking flies. Excuse my French. I still don't get it. I <laughs> I go walk at the lake every day. It's right by the airport. And every time I watch it, I'm like, how the fuck is that thing flying in the air? I, I still can't it. get my head around it. You, okay, so one of my favorite shows in the world is Ice Pilots. Have you seen this show? It's awesome where they land on the ice. Yeah, I've seen it. Literally, it's insane. <laughs> you take, you're taking the piss. No, I have. Where they land on the in the Alaska or whatever, on the roads that are the lake that's frozen. It's in yeah. Canada, up in like, okay, so... I am fucking, did I, have I told you about this? That like, I'm so obsessed with the show. My dad is so obsessed with the show that I got in touch with the guys on the show. I'm now like friends with one of them. We like text fairly regularly. Um, and then I asked if I could get one of the guys who runs the airport to send a video to my dad for his birthday a couple of years ago. It was like literally just like 10 seconds. Like that's all I need is just you being like, Hey, happy birthday. I never even thought I'd get an email back. Not only did I get a shitload of emails back, he sent Thank a you. three minute long video to my dad, like showed him all the planes. And I was just like, these are the nicest guys in the whole world. But I'm sad that just like, it's like, it's like throwing a building into the sky and it just hovering. I understand the concept of lift. Yeah. I think it's all made up. I don't think anyone actually understands how it works. I think it's all guesswork and it just hasn't gone wrong yet. No, it's something's weird about it. But I mean, obviously we could do it. I, I just still, you know, and the bigger the plane, the better it is in the air. It's like, like mm-hmm. when you're on like a little plane, it gets pushed around. So like, that's kind of weird that these huge planes are in the air better. Okay. But let's talk about TV shows real quick. So one of my favorite shows, and I haven't been watching it much because I don't hardly watch any mainstream stuff, but, um, do you ever watch a show, My 600 Pound Life? You ever see, ever see no. that? No. Okay. See, you would probably hate that show because, you know, you're a fit. You're from, you know, you're, you're well fat. But what I'm saying here in America, you know, we're all fat, which is fine. <laughs> um, but I guess my point is the 600 pound life, it's so funny. Every single 600 pound person, even if it's a guy or girl, always has a girlfriend or a boyfriend or vice versa. So that, it, it, you know, that, I guess I don't know why you said your favorite show is the airplane show. I was like, let me tell her about my favorite show. And then I also like the show 90 Day Fiance, which you and I might oh. have some 90 Day Fiance vibes. If we got married, you would get a green card. So we kind of could 90 Day Fiance it if you know. We could get on the show. We could probably get on the yeah. show. Do you want to go on the show? We'd have to get engaged. Yeah. But then we'd I've be famous. Always- I have always said that, like, the person who gets to keep me is the one who gets me pregnant first. But if it's 90 Day Fiance, let's go. Let's have you just watched that show? Go. Have you never watched no. that? No. I oh love Love God. is Blind. Okay. I love The Bachelor. But, yeah, I'll watch it. It's Forget The Bachelor. Awesome. All those shows are good. Love is Blind, I know, is the big hit show right now. But I'm telling you, you will love 90 Day Fiance because all the people okay. that watch Love is Blind love 90 Day Fiance. And it's always, like... You know, some hot girl, some like ugly guy or, or, or some ugly girl with some guy that's like a closet homosexual, you know, like literally, no, that's like multiple guys. Are like, you can tell you're like, oh, that guy is not even into that girl, you know, because they want the green card. So that show, oh. you, you got it. I'm just saying you need yeah. to watch that show. That's okay. like love is blind. So, you know, forget about all the TV talk. Uh, what, what other shows, though, besides the the ice pilots are good that you watch, Kay? Um, my favorite show, I think, of my two favorite shows of all time are Weeds and Letterkenny. 
Letter Kenny's hilarious, but whatever happened, Weeds was so good back in the day. Uh, they can't make a cool show like that anymore. Like Dexter, I remember I would watch Weeds and Dexter on Showtime. That was like nice. good TV, and now TV sucks. Well, like, okay, so I actually, the only time, there are only two people in the world I ever fangirl over, and it's Jen G. Cohen, who created Weeds, and then Morgan Wallen, because it's Morgan Wallen. You love fucking, Morgan Wallen, yeah, you like him because he says the N-word, right? Like, I'm, no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He got. He, they tried to cancel him for that, and he has the number one country album. So you know, that's of all kidding. time ever in the history of the universe. Yeah, like, yeah, and I'm not surprised because it's fucking glorious. Anyway, um, Genji Cohen. I don't know. I just don't feel like. I don't feel like Hollywood is able to make kind of non woke television anymore, and like to the point where I have a lot of friends who are successful on television. Oh, actually, do you know what show I do like that's still on what? the, they just rebooted is Magnum PI. My friend Zach is on that and it's really fun. Well, the original one was so cool. Tom Selleck in Hawaii. So there's a new one, obviously in Hawaii. I haven't watched it. I think I might've seen it. So see, of course, see, that's kind of cool. Cause the settings is, yeah. and, and this is another thing is, and we need entertainment, man. The, the, like everything that we have in this world is just constant, like trauma-based mind control. I'll start a war in Ukraine. <laughs> do the, I mean, seriously, it's all like meant to be propaganda. Yeah. So sometimes we need to watch something and veg out. But you're right; it's gone so woke, where you know you have to have like a gay Latino, uh, you know, hero, you know, and the protagonist yeah. antagonist has to be like a white rich guy. It's like this, mm-hmm. you know, it just it can't. It's not. It's not organic. Um, but they do it on purpose because um, in the movie Last Action Hero with with Arnold Schwarzenegger, that was like a popular movie, but James Cameron directed that. And they have every single Hollywood studio has a liaison with the with the military in order to use like actual military equipment. And in that movie, in the original script, it was supposed to be like Chinese terrorists or like, you know, some some other terrorists. And they they had script supervision. The government said, oh, you should use Muslim terrorists. Um Yes, and then in the movie they changed it to Muslim terrorists. James Cameron's like, yeah, we, that wasn't the original plan, but we changed it to him because that's what they, you know, suggested, and it wasn't hard to, you know, change where the terrorists are from. But what I'm saying is that is freaking propaganda, you know, mm-hmm. that, and that happened before 9/11 and all that stuff. It's just weird how they can use the media to kind of trick us into creating this like fake enemy. Oh yeah, and I mean, well, it's like it almost goes back to what we were talking about at the start of the show, and I know you have to go, but like. The fact that I'm I'm fully convinced that we have been drip fed the alien conspir- conspiracy invasion theory for so long through the media. Like I just watched um, again on Carl Higby's recommendation. I watched I Am Legend for the first time ever. Oh, that's the first time you watch it. Yeah, I mean, Regret I need to watch watching it again. that alone. Okay, remind yeah. me. I know, but that movie was in- insane. So he's it's Will Smith and he's alone with his dog. I and mean, why did they all turn into uh, zombies? The vaccine. But we know it's safe and effective and it's very good. So everybody get boosted. But, yeah. Um, okay. So, ouchie, it, ouchie. So, so in the movie, everybody gets all jacked up and then they become, and it's just one guy left with his dog. Uh, and and uh, uh, so, so what did you think about it? Oh, I thought it was great. And I'm, I love me some post-apocalyptic stuff. Cause like, I love apocalypse things. Like, I don't know. I just, I love all that. I mean, I also love like Yellowstone and like 1883. Um, but like, I enjoyed it, but I'm also, so it's like, I am legend. Um, 
I mean, all of the alien stuff, I just watched Invasion, which was fine. I feel like they could have done a much better job with it. Not that I know anything about entertainment. Well, let me, uh, oh, oh, give me a share screen. Let, enable a share screen. I want to show you this video uh, real quick. Uh, okay. Did, did you let me? This is the alien yeah. crazy video. Okay, share screen. It says host disabled participant screen sharing. So you got to click where it says share screen and it says let participant share. I know it's a pain when you're the host or you can make do it. Do this. Oh, no, that's an email from so you. Just click wherever it says I don't share understand. Screen. You see where it says share screen in the bottom? Uh, a little arrow. Point oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Click that and then click allow participants, I think. To say that or maybe click participants okay sorry i'm no, the, no, i'm not i'm just like a technophile no don't worry it's somewhere it says i think you maybe where it says participants and you go um somewhere it says you it has to let you uh it lets you share Hold on, let me do this come on what the heck i don't understand like usually it'll just like do it screen share you got to go to view. Where is it? I just want to show the, the people this this video so they can see it. Um, maybe where you go to uh, click my name, maybe. That's what I did. Mohammed Atta. That was from my prank call to the Portland thing. I need to change that. That's the second person. like, why does it say Mohammed Atta? Um, Atta here. Uh, okay, here. Let me like make you the host just okay. in case this cancels. We'll do another show soon. Okay, yeah, yeah. Love okay, you. Make me the host. And then let me show you. I just want to show this to the people because this is. Okay, here we go. Okay. Now share screen. Let me share go. you. Share sound. Okay, let me, let me bring. You guys can't see K, but. This video is really important. Now, let me move over transition. Okay. And then let me make this big so people can watch it. Okay, guys. This is this is uh, Ronald Reagan. Wow. Thank you for the donation. $2 donation. I appreciate that. Okay. Well, watch this video from the United Nations. In our obsession with antagonisms of the moment, we often forget how much unites all the members of humanity. Perhaps we need some outside universal threat to make us recognize this common bound. I occasionally think how quickly our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside this world. And yet I ask you, is not an alien force already among us? What could be more alien to the universal aspirations of our peoples than war and the threat of war well that goes back let's watch that more time if, if we were facing think how quickly our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside this world and yet i ask you is not an alien force already among Dude, us this is 100 what could be more happen. alien to the universal aspirations of our peoples than war and the yeah and the threat of war so that is so freaking weird let me just stop share um I, I mean that's ronald reagan at the united nations talking about how you know an alien threat would bring us together and we know the idea of like globalization and, and I, I don't know if i told you this but this is where it supposedly comes out of in in uh, genesis chapter 11 verse 9 if you flip it that's 9 11 which is whatever but in that it's a story of nimrod and what Nimrod wanted to do, he built the Tower of Babel, which was a tower to go to the kingdom of heaven because he wanted to go kill God. And what God did to stop him is he made us speak all different languages and broke us up in tribes where we couldn't communicate with each other. 
So basically, these evil people, what they say, they're trying to reverse engineer that plan. They get us. Wow, $5 donation. Thank you so much, Fat Planet. My man, Alex Stein. Dumb Monica, Monica, Monica. He loves it. Thank you, Fat Planet. But what I'm saying is they reverse engineer that, and then they'll have us under one ruler, and that will basically be like Satan. You know, Satan here on Earth. I don't know if you've ever heard that. Which is weird. Wow, Tom J, another $10 Super Chat. We're crushing it with Super Chats. But that's like you're gonna have to buy me dinner eventually with I'll all these buy donations. Give me your dress. I'll over eat you dinner tonight. Come on, what are you no! talking about? I know we're gonna have it together, but oh I always dinner. You know, yeah, I, I, I'll come to Dallas. We'll get Jorge involved. We'll be like a little. Oh, we need to go to New York so we can have fun. I, I, need, I wish I could come to New York and hang out with you. Okay, all right. We've been at 50 minutes, and i got to go to the Gaylord Texan to hang out with Angela Stanton King. She's an author. I was just telling you about her. She went viral because yeah. like, she like called out her transgendered son on the Dr. Phil show. They had like they, called, they had her, and then they had like another transgender come and like tell her, like, oh, you have to accept your kid and this and that. And she got kicked off the show. She like left off the show in the middle of the – and she ended up becoming part of like Trump's like – a liaison for his like criminal justice reform. So she's actually a really well-connected woman. Um, yeah. But she's just well, really hardcore. She's going to get you in on the psyops. I'm about to go and do Joe Pags in 30 minutes. So everyone needs to go and tune in to the Joe Pags show also on Twitch. Yes. Everybody so. go support Kay. And, and like I said, go find Kay on Twitter. I'm going to, I'll put the links in the description, but go support Kay and tell her I sent you. Cause I know she likes that. I know I appreciate Thank that because a, a rising tide lifts all ships. So to, even though I'm getting, you know, uh, I'm going viral, you right. You know, you're blowing up too. So I want to for- come together and I want to be a force that could not be stopped. So that's what this I'm hoping for. This is the millennial brat pack. This is the millennial brat pack. I'll it's going it. to be so great. And it already is. And again, every for everyone who's listening on my platforms, you know the links in the description. Um, your fans, when they hit up the YouTube videos of everything we do, it is the one of the best parts of my day. I have had so many positive comments and you're brilliant and I feel very lucky and you're going to be huge. Like, what? honestly, dude, I'm not even like, I am also going to be, I feel huge. fucking spoiled. I'm also going to be huge. Cause I go to the Chinese buffet a lot. So that's a reason why I'm going to be huge too. So I'm going to be huge, uh, known and I'm going to have a big waistline. All right, Kay, I love you. It's an honor. We're going to do this all the time. Guys, you guys, all the super chat saying they were a great team. I agree. I think, you know, we can really just flow and talk and it's like, you know, it's not even trying. So I really appreciate it. Really Anytime. Is. Anytime I can get you on the mic with me is a pleasure for me. So thank you. Well, we'll get you on the mic for Daily Caller and all that too. And thank I you. I love I, you too. You're you gonna hook an me angel. Up. You've already hooked me up so much. And I, I'm telling you, I owe you, but I owe you dinner and we're going to make that happen sooner than later. Yeah, don't shake your head. Don't shake your head. Let me owe you something. I want to owe you. <laughs> You don't owe me shit, dude. You you bring me so much joy through everything that you create. Just keep creating it and we'll be happy. Okay, I gotta go. So I gotta bring cool call. See you guys. Love you bye. Love you bye.